0: This is Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week on how to live well. Shine On is heard all over the world as a podcast, but it's heard first on the radio in New York's Hudson Valley. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. I hope you're having a lovely spring. <sighs> The world and all its woes can be pretty overwhelming these days, so I'm grateful for the privilege we have to get together and talk about healthy things. Our guest today is Dennis Berry, and in my little chat with Dennis Berry, author of Funky Wisdom, I have like this huge aha moment, and we'll talk about that coming up. But first, think about what your life could be like if you had a life mastery coach Dennis Berry is just that he helps lots of people all the time Dennis how did you get on this path
1: well my background is that I've been sober clean uh, over 19 years now so I've been coaching I started coaching about 2005 because I realized that if I'm gonna stay clean sober and have a healthy happy productive life that I should surround myself with that kind of lifestyle so uh, that's kind of the 10-second uh, version of a really long story. Gotcha. But that's how I got here.
0: Yeah. My husband celebrates 25 years in October. So,
1: Oh, isn't yeah. that beautiful? I'm it's so happy good. to hear that. Yeah. I love hearing success stories like that.
0: Yeah, it's great. And there is something about once you get on a healing path, uh, to surround yourself with other people on the healing path. And one of the things we want to talk about today is how you have and can help others master life by healing childhood emotional wounds. Dennis, I want to ask a just really big personal question off the top. Do you think your childhood emotional wounds led to a path of addiction?
1: Yeah, well, I think, you know, the thing with childhood emotional wounds or our inner child is that we all have those. And every single one of us, there's 8 billion people now or whatever the uh wild numbers nowadays and we all have them and it's okay the trick is really to identify those and uh, actually uh, to answer your question in a nutshell yes so you know we all have those uh, wounds of abandonment betrayal rejection humiliation injustice and it's how we cope with those wounds that determines our happiness and our inner peace and success in life and some people cope with them uh, in healthy ways, which is what I've now come to do over time. And some people turn, don't know how to cope with that or even what any of that means. So we end up in addiction. And when I say addiction, most of us think right away of drugs or alcohol, but addiction has many forms. It could be food or porn, shopping, uh, Starbucks, iPhones, uh, watching eight hours of Netflix every day. Uh, any any of these are distractions really from feeling and growing and working on you know, our goals and dreams in life at a high level.
0: Right. I keep inner child work really like at the heart of my life. When you open my closet door in the morning, there's like um, sort of like a tribute altar to my childhood with a picture of me in a tutu at like six years old, right in the middle of it. Um, But to other, yeah, and I suggest that to everybody make an altar to your childhood because you can go back and and do a lot of good work there. But um, but some other people say inner child, you know, just grow up, get over it. What do we say to that group?
1: Uh, Wow. Well, I mean, there's so many different things you could say. The first thing is awareness, like I just said. We have to first bring awareness to it and say, wow, that's really interesting. All right, that could be the source of uh, my problems. And then the next thing we have to do is uh, we don't just get over it in one second. It can happen. Once we start doing the work that I do where we identify it, we write down, all right, well, these are some of the behaviors that i do to cope with my inner childhood wounds of let's just say because uh, it all really starts with abandonment really with every one of us so it could be people try to uh identify where the wounds came from and unless there's some real big trauma it really doesn't matter you know some people were uh raped or really molested or some sort of real trauma and we need to deal with that for sure but for the most part Um, you know, it could have been when we were six months old, we were crying and needed a hug and mom was busy and couldn't pick us up at that moment. And we got wounded right away. And so we started to cope in this big, scary world. And we started carrying these behaviors into our life. So we programmed our subconscious mind to become safe. And so when people say, Oh, why don't you just get over it? Uh, Well, we've been programming our subconscious minds on how to cope with these pains for years or decades a decade five decades for some people who've never done any of this work Mm. and it takes a little while to reprogram our the way that we think so that we can feel better
0: so in a way programming ourselves against the hurts of the world is really just a part of life
1: absolutely yeah and a lot of us don't get those skills and again uh, you know I used to use drugs and alcohol to Ah uh, discipline my mind and my energy mm-hmm. and now I use uh, a healthy diet and exercise and emotional work and I have a coach and I do this coaching and I read and I write and I meditate, which is crucial really for uh, deep levels of inner peace and success. And so that's how I uh, discipline my mind now my mind and my energy right uh, by taking I take a very holistic approach and people that's a big buzzword people use holistic. Well, what does that mean? People uh, associate holistic, that word, with like something with the universe or spiritual. Or, but all it really means is whole. Right. A, a whole body approach, body, mind, and spirit approach to living well. Right. And looking, looking good. Uh, And being successful is a byproduct of living well. And when you live well, you feel better and have a better experience.
0: Right. So your diet isn't just what you eat. It's what you listen to and what you take in to your uh, mind and uh, how you spend your time. It's all your diet,
1: right? Yeah, that's beautiful. I love the way you put that. I love your words. You have great words. Well, I enjoy that.
0: Thank you, Dennis Berry, Master Life Coach, Life Mastery and Addiction Recovery, and host of the Funky Brain Podcast. I appreciate you. Um, let's just give one minute to the moms and dads who say, but wait, I didn't want to inflict my child with any of these you know, childhood emotional wounds. What do we say to the moms and dads who were well-intentioned?
1: Yeah, well, we're all well-intentioned. I mean, we're all doing the best we can with our current level of awareness and consciousness. And, uh, you know, there's really no parents out there that are intentionally doing ill will to their children. And, you know, there are the very small percentage, the fractions of a percent that are actually uh, ill or sociopathic or whatever. But that's not what we're talking about here. And those people need help for sure. But what we're talking about is that we're all perfectly imperfect. We're all doing the best we can in any given moment with our level of awareness at that time. And uh, again, let's bring awareness to the situation. So, if you're listening to a show like this, or uh, or or reading a self-help book, or listening to uh, you know something to, to change your life, you're probably on your uh, your way to learning things like this. But You know, we we can't hold on to the past. We can't walk around with guilt and shame. That's part of the wound. So if as a parent who's trying to protect their child and not make any of those mistakes or wound their children or uh, say, oh, I never did that, or I wish I never did that, that's part of the wound. That's part of your wound. Mm. You know, so maybe uh, we felt rejected or betrayed, and uh, so we're carrying around the guilt and shame of hurting our children. And won't, we really need to find a way to let that stuff go if now we can be the best versions of ourselves, too.
0: Right. And you know, this this conversation with you starts to make more and more sense because often people can go to their parents or the people who feel, you know, that have, were part of this childhood emotional wound, and that person says, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, Right. <laughs> I did yeah. everything I could to give you everything I could. I have no idea what you're talking about. So it's it's almost like these, sometimes, these childhood emotional wounds can be like accidental,
1: right? Oh, yeah, uh, almost all of them are. Again, unless there's some sort of real trauma or betrayal, right. uh, most of them are accidental, and it's okay. That's yeah. what we do, like, when we do the work, we really do a lot of writing, and we say, all right, a lot of this um, leads to a lot of codependent behavior. Uh, you know, with codependency, uh, being sensitive to criticism, not emotionally available, uh, any of these number one of, of thousands of codependent behaviors, which we all carry around, uh, blame, guilt, shame, uh, all these things. And we're all doing the best we can. So when we start writing these things down and we notice the behaviors that we're doing, again, mostly subconsciously, uh, we can say it's okay you were doing the best you can at that point in your life to survive but you're not that 5 year old little boy or girl anymore you're safe now right. you're an adult you're a happy healthy successful adult or whatever your circumstances and you can let go of that mask you can let go of that behavior and be who you are now and it's okay i love you you know we teach you we teach how to love ourselves again, so you can go out and do whatever it is you want to do, because the world's limitless. We're limited only by our own limiting beliefs. Wow. And once we realize that, we could do anything we want, anything in the whole world. You
0: know, I, I think, uh, we're talking to Dennis Berry, a Master Life coach, and I think listening to you speak makes gives me this idea, like if there's one thing that parents could teach their children, it would be how To be kind to
1: themselves. Mm, Yes, 100%. Yeah, love yourself, be kind to yourself, forgive yourself. And, you know, I get asked on these shows all the time, it's like if you can give one word of advice, what would it be? Uh, And, yes, that's one. But the other thing is, like, if you're you're confused, because a lot of the wounds come from us trying to figure things out on our own. Mm -hmm. And since we don't know the answers, we end up with these unhealthy coping skills just to get through. And... I say, uh, "Teach your kids, want to be kind to of yourself, and ask questions." Right. That's what I always say. Don't ever lose your sense of wonder. When I think I know the rules, the rules change. Mm-hmm. If I don't understand something, ask questions, because right. then you'll get there faster. I mean, we live in a world now of, I don't know how old you are, but uh, it's, you know 25 years ago, we didn't have Google Maps and WAze and all that stuff. We had to ask directions. and right. it was always the stereotype that guys wouldn't stop and ask directions and uh, i always stop and ask directions i hate it it's like i can either stop and ask somebody and swallow my ego and just say i don't know how to get there and get there in three minutes instead of driving around for an hour or two lost trying to figure life out yeah so it's the same thing here just ask questions
0: yeah and one of the bedrocks of healthy life is to be uh to have humility because if you have humility you'll ask questions you'll be open and we're going to get to open in a minute i want you to just go back a minute and can you tell me because i get so confused with this word and i've been doing this work a long time give me an example of what codependency is
1: yeah, it's a huge word, and there are tons of uh, definitions. Uh, there are uh, countless therapies and everything surrounding it. So there isn't one, but in a, in essence, it's like uh, it could be when you're talking about romantic relationships, you're, it could be loving somebody for who uh, they could become rather than for who they are. It's for not being able to be on your own, to love yourself, so you're looking for somebody else to fill you up. I always say Tom Cruise was wrong. Oh yeah, and Jerry Maguire. He's like you complete me. It was a touching scene, but it wasn't accurate. The best relationships come from two independent people that uh, can go about their lives and then come back and share their lives together. Right. Uh, but they're complete and whole on their own. And it's a it's a really tough concept to grasp onto when you're uh, when you are living a codependent lifestyle. Now, I also want to say, codependency is a big word. So there's a difference between being code. Dependent and having codependent behaviors. So, you know, we we could say, oh, you're a codependent person. We all have codependent behaviors, every one of us. The the trick is what do we do with those codependent behaviors? Uh, Am I becoming more uh, codependent by numbing them out with uh, some sort of addiction or distraction? Mm -hmm. Or am I facing it head-on, working with a coach or accountability partner or even just talking with a friend? And trying to grow your awareness and grow through it or uh, how am i dealing with codependency so again uh, this goes back to what you said about uh, loving your child we mm-hmm. have to learn to love ourselves and yeah. say uh, it's okay respect yourself enough codependent uh, or independent people have strong healthy boundaries you know you stab if people in your life are sucking your energy or uh keeping you from achieving your goals and dreams, then we have to be able to let them go or limit the amount of time we spend with them, including family. Right.
0: right, and yeah. I see this a lot with like um, grandparents who get totally consumed with grandchildren and babysitting and duties like this, and they're completely depleting their own energy, and they're not taking care of you know their own self because they have to be there for the grandkids. Like that's a form of, and sometimes grandparents have to be there, I, I get that, but that's a form of codependency, right, when you just abandon your own life to take care of somebody. else's
1: a hundred percent yeah and that usually comes because there's an emptiness inside of you that you need to fill with something else now don't get me wrong uh i've seen my parents in action they love the grandkids Mm -hmm. and there's a difference between loving somebody and needing them nearby to feel complete and alive like we have to find ways to do that we're all responsible for our own happiness and well-being and there's ways to uh, love yourself again, including going back to what we were just talking about. Like, if I'm behaving that way, if I need to have the grandkids around or my kids around or anybody or anything around to feel whole, then there's a deeper issue yeah. going on. And it's okay. And it's again, okay. And it's yeah, okay. It's, yes, yes,
0: yes. And
1: it's okay. Like, yeah. You're not a loser or a bad person because you need uh, to work on this a little bit. I do, too. Who doesn't love having kind, loving people around? It it produces oxytocin and all the happy chemicals in our body that makes life worth living. But if they're not around, that's okay, too. Right.
0: We're talking to Dennis Berry about life mastery, among other things. Tell everybody about your how approach to life, H-O-W.
1: Yeah, I put that in my book. And the reason is uh, people ask all the time, how do I uh, get sober?" How do I uh, get healthy again and lose weight? How do I start a business? How do I improve my relationship or have successful relationship? And the answer is in the question, how? H-O-W, and it stands for honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness. I have to first be honest and admit there's a problem because you can't solve a problem you can't admit exists. And once you do, once, uh, like I was talking earlier, once you bring awareness, to a situation, uh, then you can become open-minded about a new way of living. And, uh, you know, you say, oh, well, this isn't going well. Maybe there's another way of living and being. And then I become willing to apply those things into my life so I can improve my life. And it's, a, it's kind of a simple approach to life. It sounds simple, not always easy, but simple. Uh, but to be honest, open, and willing to make changes.
0: Beautiful. What is the law of the one thing?
1: The best example I like to use is uh, New Year's resolutions. We're all very unfocused in this world. And rightfully so, I mean, everybody's like that poor kid has ADD. We all have ADD. We're all distracted. There's so many things in the world to be distracted by now. And, again, awareness. And we need to really get laser focused. There's so many things going on that we don't focus on any one thing and get it done at a high level. And so New Year's resolutions are great because every New Year's we have these five big, Goals, these big resolutions. I'm going to lose weight, write a book, start a business, improve my relationship. And two weeks later, maybe two weeks, we're overwhelmed. Yeah. And so we're like, well, screw this." So I'm going to eat chocolate cake and get drunk and um, right back to my old behavior in a really short time. And next year, it's the same five New Year's resolution. And this can go on for decades. And nothing changes in our life. So when I'm in my coaching approach, what we do is we focus on the one thing. It's called the one thing. And uh, other people have, you know, written books about it and everything. But we focus on one major goal at a time. Now, you have to take care of your responsibilities and your health and pay your bills and go to work, take care of the kids. But those are all responsibilities. But working on one major thing at a time, and then there's always the next one thing. There's always a new one thing that we're working on to really have a fulfilling, meaningful life uh, at a, and, and achieve that one thing at a high level.
0: Dennis, Barry, I could talk to you all day. Tell us
1: about the book. The book is Funky Wisdom, A Practical Guide to Life. My friends over the years, years ago when I started my journey into uh, my new life and recovery, uh, they used to say, "Oh, Dennis has funky brain again," and because <laughs> I used to say all kinds of wild stuff when I was trying to figure life out. Right. And uh, so I was going to call the book "Funky Brain," but I like "Funky Wisdom" and implies growth and uh, a change in my life. And so I, I like that. So I called the podcast the "Funky Brain Podcast," which I don't really record as much anymore. But it's a fun show if you get to check it out. I've had a lot of great guests on there. And uh, but my book is Funky Wisdom. It's a it's really a little bit about my story. And if any if I could do it, anybody can. Uh, I almost died thousands times, and uh, you know if uh, I can change my life, I uh, lose the weight, get in shape. I just turned fifty. I have more energy and I'm healthier now than I was when I was drunk and stoned and twenty five years old. And uh, so Funky Wisdom is you know a little bit about my story, a little program. Uh, to applying to your life on a daily basis, uh, how to improve your life, and then uh, the how approach is in there, and also some stories, uh, practical ways to apply these things into your life.
0: All right, where do we go for more information?
1: The very best way is to go uh, out to my website at dennisberry.com, and from there you can do all the fun things we were just talking about. You can buy the book, listen to the podcast. I have a series Called Life Mastery School on the website, and it has uh, four different video series plus webinars about uh, love and relationships, addiction recovery, health and wellness, and uh, what's the other? All mindfulness and meditation. There's a series of between ten and twenty videos on each of those topics, where you can just go watch videos on how to improve your life.
0: So that is Dennis Berry, Master Life Coach, and his book is called Funky Wisdom. I love how he is so generous with all of his wisdom here on Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show. So my big aha, maybe you heard it, is simply that these childhood wounds that we can spend our whole lives healing from, learning ways to overcome them, learning ways to build our sense of self back up, learning ways to be independent, learning ways to love ourselves, this whole ball of wax is really just part of life. That was my aha. Because when you're struggling with one of these inner childhood wounds or many, you feel like, you can feel like, oh my gosh, I am so persecuted. Why did this happen to me? Why am I broken? Or why do I have this hole inside of me? How am I going to fix it? I do know one person. I may have mentioned her before. My friend Karen. When I talk about the boulders of life, boulders of childhood, she's like, I don't really have any. She really had a great life. But most of us have pretty good lives and still childhood wounds are inflicted. And what's really, really clear to me today is probably most of the time the people inflicting them had no idea of the long term damage and maybe that is just part of life maybe we should just all be talking about this you know, say to your grown kids hey, do you have any like crazy childhood wounds from growing up that you're struggling with maybe we should just bring it into the light and say you know everybody gets a little bruised coming up what's going on for you and and how can I help you heal what if we all just took the covers off this and started talking about our childhood wounds and you're like Casey there is enough going on in the world we don't need to bring this up at the dinner table And again, I say, with all that's going on in the world, how grateful I am that we just get together and talk about these things on Shine On, the Health and Happiness show. Our thought for the day is the Ho'oponopono. It's a Hawaiian prayer teaching forgiveness. It's a tool for reconciliation and a tool for restoring self-love and balance. And the words loosely translate to make things move back into balance or cause things to move back to balance. The Hawaiians believe chanting this prayer over and over is a powerful way to cleanse the body of guilt, shame, haunting memories, ill will, or bad feelings. I use this all the time. Driving around, just repeating it and repeating it to no one in particular. It's just a nice cleansing tool. La oponopono. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Say it to someone in particular. Say it to your inner child. Say it to the world. Say it to mistakes you made you didn't know that you made. You're unaware of. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. That's the Ho'oponopono prayer. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show with new episodes every week. It's
1: your time to shine on.